Welcome to the Improve It Podcast. The year is 2022. You've undergone two years of a global pandemic, a social pandemic, countless school shootings, political turmoil, vaccines, isolation, re-entering the world, more isolation, news on news on news, and opinions that become news. Do you know how you have received all of this intel, my Improve It peeps? Through a tiny device that you can hold in the palm of your hand. This device is in your hand when you work out, when you meditate, when you shower. It's near the shower, okay, playing music. When you work, when you play with your kids, when you need a break, and when you don't need a break, but it calls you to come, take a break, 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 pick me up, open me, look at me, distract. Speaking of breaks, did this monologue not make you want to break? Spitting some harsh truths here, my beautiful Improve It peeps. After the past two years, I have realized that a lot of the anxiety that I've been experiencing is due for sure in part to the world around me. And I'm talking about for me. I mean, a global pandemic and a social pandemic had an extreme impact on my life and on my business. But I also realized that all of these opinions and ideas and articles about health were affecting my health. For example, from my phone, I could research my newest ailment that I was for sure, sure was COVID, but turned out not to be. I did have COVID once, okay? And after a quick Google search and test, it was confirmed. I did have it, but all the other times when I didn't have it, oh, a Google away was my newest ailment. I could also find a new recipe for Moscow mules because I missed having cocktails in real life in restaurants. From my phone, I could also see what my friends were up to at any moment, plus hear their opinions on what was going on in the world. Technology is such a blessing. It connects us in so many ways. I'm able to stay connected with my friends who live all over the country and all over the world. I'm able to meet new friends through Instagram, through LinkedIn, who have been guests on the show and now are colleagues in this space. I've been able to find clients and go places I never dreamed of because of this technology. But it can also be all-consuming. How can we know when our plates are too full with technology? Just like food, we need to realize when to stop consuming. Because once we overconsume, we'll get some negative things at the table, like, I don't know, digestive issues. 
mental health issues. So if we establish boundaries so that we are healthy, just like boundary setting with food, what we put into our minds fuels us. What you put into your body as a food item helps you, fuels you. It gives you that fuel that you need for the day. And what you put into your mind fuels you. And what you put into your mind is given power. I realized the impact that technology was having on my life, especially over the past two years. Not only was I constantly working on my laptop, which by the way, I have developed severe back issues because I am working from a computer far more than I was pre-pandemic. I was also spending many nights doom scrolling. I was feeling like I was always supposed to have an opinion on the latest news headline. I was feeling run down and sad constantly. I was having what we can call compassion fatigue because there were so many events that continuously happened in our world that we constantly had to keep reacting to. And I was starting to become more consumed with others' lives on social media than my own. Do you realize how far we've come with technology? I'm 39. 10 years ago, we barely had Instagram. It was like used for filters. I literally went on it to create a filter of a picture. I had no clue how to use it. Facebook had been in existence, so that was a thing. But 20 years ago, oh my God, I was talking to a friend about this the other day. I had to carry my mom's iPhone, or her, not her iPhone, her ancient dinosaur car phone with me my senior year of high school because she wanted to get in touch with me wherever I was driving. And I hated it. I literally hated it because I didn't want her to get in touch with me. I was like, you should trust me, mom. I'm doing good things. I wasn't. But you should trust me, mom. I did not like being constantly having access to. And now, 20 years later, all I do is consume things from this piece of technology that is always with me. I have my iPhone with me. And if you're not an iPhone fan, your phone. I have my phone with me always. And I really started to recognize that the past two years were starting to create mental and physical pains in my body and in my mind. So I started to create boundaries, and I'm hopeful that these boundaries that I'm going to share with you can help you in some way, shape, or form, because I will tell you, after implementing them over the past year, I have felt a significant difference in how I show up on my phone. So I use my phone, like I said, when I work out. I use it because it holds my meditations. I use it to play music when I'm in the shower. I use it when I go on walks to call my mom. I use it in the car for my navigation system. I use it to keep track of my child at school. I use it to communicate over Slack with my team when I'm traveling. There's so many different ways that I use this piece of technology. If I allow it to consume me, then I'm just going to be all consumed with it. All of those things are practical. 
For me, my weakness lies in social media. And by social media for me, I mean Instagram, LinkedIn. Not a big Facebook fan, but Instagram and LinkedIn. And then email and Slack. Those are the places where I show up the most and where I am constantly thinking about. So here are the boundaries that I've put in place. The first boundary is for social media, I only post in the morning. I give myself 10 minutes to post on LinkedIn and 10 minutes to post on Instagram. And then I'll check again at the end of the workday and I'll give myself 15 minutes to comment, to respond to messages, to maybe scroll a little bit and see what my friends are up to. But I set a timer and I make sure it's just 10 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes at the end of the day. That's my first boundary. My second boundary is I do not post anything on social media, not my stories on Instagram, not a comment on LinkedIn. I don't post a single thing on the weekends, period. And I try my very best to not scroll. Friday nights are usually where I catch myself scrolling. But after Friday, I'm generally in my weekend with my family feeling lighter without social, to be honest. Number three, here's my third boundary. I do the same thing that I do with social as an email. So I just started implementing this recently. Game changer. I check my email for 15 minutes in the morning. And then I check my email for 15 minutes in the evenings. What this allows me to do is focus on the most prioritized emails first and only allows me 30 minutes a day to responding to other people's needs. I do not email on the weekends and I do not slack on the weekends. Now, Slack messages are different for me. That's how my team communicates. We're all remote. So I will respond to Slack messages throughout the day. But I don't even keep my email up anymore. I just keep my Slack up. And I only go on email if my team is like, oh, did you see this email from so-and-so? So it has actually changed the way that I show up in my business. So I'll talk about that in just a minute, but I want to give you these boundaries first and foremost. So my fourth boundary is that I put my phone down and I have that do not disturb on my iPhone starting at 10 p.m. That might seem late to some of you. I cannot go to bed earlier than 11 p.m. It's just not possible. I don't know why I want to. It's not in my circadian rhythm, okay? So I put this phone down at 10 p.m., What I'll do before that is I'll set my schedule for the next day. I'll plan my workout. I will make sure that my day looks clean and that I've got enough to-dos on there or not. I should say I have just the right amount of to-dos on there. But at 10 p.m., phone goes down. I start washing up for bed. And then it's reading a book or just relaxing until I can fall asleep. And then number five, I have sacred time every single weekday with no phone. So from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m., I wake up my son. He naps until 5. He's a late napper. He's still 3. So he goes down at 3 p.m. He wakes up at 5. Wake him up at 5. From 5 to 8, I do not use my phone unless my husband is out of town and we need to FaceTime him. 5 to 8 p.m. is sacred no screen time. 
I got to tell you, my family and I went to Edisto Beach, which is a very remote island in South Carolina here recently. And it's so beautiful. They call it Edislo for a reason. And I first got there, was trying to post stuff on a Thursday, was checking email. By Friday, I said, you know what? I'm done. I'm going to stick to my social media, my email boundaries. I didn't look at email. I did not open a social media app. And I only responded to texts from family for three days. Can I just tell you how good that felt? It felt so freaking good. So I caught myself actually that Thursday, I was going to start posting a story on my Instagram about where we were. And I was literally taking a picture of a coffee mug that said good vibes. And it had a teal background in it. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. This is like my mantra against a teal wall. What? Like who cares? Number one. And number two, why am I taking this photo? Is it for me? No, I loved the mug. Drink out of the mug, Aaron. Just stop trying to be on all the time. So I literally put the mug down and I said, I'm going to make a podcast episode about this because right now I am living what I'm trying to tell myself not to do. And I know if I'm feeling this way that the Improve It peeps are feeling this way. So let me tell you how these boundaries can help you become a better leader. First and foremost, we can use these boundaries to lead our teams, lead our families, and feel differently. So stay tuned because I'm going to take these boundaries and remind you what you can do with your leadership and with your parenting or wherever you are, friendship, whoever, to become a better you. So number one, those social boundaries that I put in place, they make me excited to share in those times that I'm actually sharing. They make me want to create versus consume. Too much of that consuming means that I'm full of opinions and I'm full of ideas that aren't my own. Number two, not posting on weekends makes me a more present parent, a more present friend, a more present partner, a more present daughter, a more present name your title here. So when I'm taking a picture, posting it, or I'm trying to create a caption, I'm missing the moments that are happening in front of my face. I will take the pictures. Let me tell you that for free. I will take the pictures, but I won't post them. I'll post them Monday morning. That's when I post them. And I will show up at work refreshed. Number three, no emailing and no slacking and limited emailing makes me focus on my priorities. It makes me focus on the tasks and the to-dos that make our business move forward versus responding to somebody else's needs. Now, you have to email. Email is the way that we communicate in this business world. So know that you can't get rid of email completely, but you can get rid of how you respond and when you respond. If you haven't read the book, The 4-Hour Workweek, I love it so much. It's all about outsourcing. And truly, you know, this is the the title is very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He, he, the title makes you want to buy the book 
clickbait. That's the word, the word I'm looking for. But really, it just comes down to setting boundaries. So it really does help me get the task done and make me not jump from idea to idea to idea, but focus on my own. And then when I have those incremented times to go back and respond to emails, I am in the mindset of helping others. So think about that. If a task that you're doing, one of your priorities involves emailing someone, then yes, email as part of your task. But don't just sit and respond to emails as they come in. I really want to challenge you to schedule times of day to check emails. And then number four, putting my phone down, having that sacred, that time at 10 p.m. to rest, to recharge, to not be panicked about the next thing allows me to actually be mindful and fall asleep faster. And number five, that sacred time, that time for my family from 5 to 8 p.m. for filling my own cup. And actually, I'm usually filling Jackson's milk sippy cup at that point. But filling my own cup allows me to give to my priorities, which my priorities are my family first and my business, but my family comes first. So those three hours really allow me to get into the day what I want to get out of it. Now, these rules, they bend from time to time when I travel or when I have some type of scheduling that's off. Let's say I have an event or something that uh, makes me have to be on my phone. So know that these are what I try to stick to as much as possible, but they truly make me a better leader, a better parent, a better insert whatever title I am to you. I want you to try one of these boundaries and let me know how it works. I want you to let me know what you thought of this mini-sode. And if you want more about technology and how we can stop allowing it to consume us and how we can create more of what we want in our lives. So let me know. Info at learntoimproveit.com is our email. Did you like this show? What you're going to implement and what you're going to do next? I want to hear from you and know that I'm rooting for you. Keep failing, keep improving because the world needs that very special it that only you can bring. I'll see you next time. Hey friend, did you enjoy today's show? If so, head on over to iTunes to rate and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Now, did I mention that when you leave a five-star review of the Improve It podcast, an actual team of humans does a happy dance? Mm -hmm, That's right. So leave a review for us on iTunes, screenshot it, and send me an email at info at learntoimproveit.com. I'll send you a personalized video back as a thank you. Thanks so much for listening. Improve It peeps. I'll see you next Wednesday.